Hey, 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 it's Natasha. And Khalil Nurse. And we are the co-hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 19th episode of Woken Free. Can you guys believe we're, we've made it? We've made it into a new year and we're on 19. We're so excited. And if you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesdays, you know that Woken Free is all about us being real and honest with each other and of course with you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you and the world. And of course, nothing is off the table. So in this episode, we're talking all about serial killers. Kind of creepy, right? Mm, let's be woke and free about it. We got it. We got to understand what this term means, who these people are, talk all about it. But before we get there, a couple of things we have to cover. First, have you subscribed to Woke and Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, our YouTube channel, our SoundCloud account, or even find us and subscribe to us on iHeartRadio. If not, please, please do. I beg of you to join in the fun and really support us. And we cannot appreciate as much as you support and love us. And then of course, share the episode, share it with your friends, your family, coworkers, have at it, have fun. And then of course, speak to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what tattoos we would not get. This week, we are sharing our favorite ways to wake up in the morning. So, dear, <laughs> you can share first. Okay. So, my favorite way to wake up in the morning would be to wake up without an alarm. So, that pretty much means that never happens. Uh <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, if I were to describe the ideal morning, I would wake up without an alarm. I would immediately go through my gratitude list in the morning. I wake up every day thinking about at least three things that I'm grateful for. And then I would proceed to writing in my journal before starting my jam-packed day with social media and emails and events and da da da, da. But that's my ideal morning. How about you? My perfect morning is pretty simple. It just involves the fresh smell of bacon tantalizing my nose. Hopefully there's also a tinge of maple in the air as well. I wonder who's making this bacon. The one and only Bacon Master. <laughs> Just in case everyone didn't know, that's me he's referring to. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. But let's get into it. What is a serial killer, Khalil? I think a serial killer is someone who has killed multiple people. Mm -hmm. I think it's the definition most people think of when they think of a serial killer. If someone has killed more than one person... That's a serial killer to me, but mm -hmm. some people think of it differently. Uh, I looked at Free Dictionary, and it was saying a person must murder at least three people within an active period between each murder to be considered a serial killer. But even the FBI at one point stated that a serial killer is just someone who commits a series of two or more murders committed as separate events, usually, but not always, by one offender acting alone. So the definition kind of, it, it differs depending on the authority speaking on it. Exactly. And what prompted this conversation is we were watching a very dated movie. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Tales from the Hood, I believe. Yeah. And we see all these, uh, you know, uh, gangster type roles and they're killing people and then you know if you've seen the movie you'll 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 know the scene that we're speaking of and uh and it got us thinking like hey now are these like are these guys serial killers because if you're yeah if you're killing three ten people in a year even like what the hell does that make you 
But you are absolutely right. When I did some research, uh, there is not like necessarily one distinctive way that you can define a serial killer. In a Psychology Today article that was made uh, written last year, which of course you can find Khalil's resources and my resources on WokenFree.com, uh, they the FBI you know, will say that now a serial killer is someone who commits at least three murders over a month uh, with an emotional cooling off period in between. But, you know, the there's also a definition by the National Institute of Justice that says, uh, according to them, it involves committing two or more murders with a psychological motive and sadistic sexual overtone, which that definition is problematic because you not only have male serial killers, you have female serial killers. And typically the female serial killer is not necessarily Motivated, motivated by sexual gratification. So yeah. there's a debate. And then in the article, it kind of says, well, maybe the better way to define this is to kind of do this through like a conceptual way of defining it. But it's a lot. I, I, I guess what we could, to make everyone woken free about it, is to think about having at least two murders done within uh, a month. And there's a cooling down, emotional cooling down period in between them. But the ideas of like uh, gangster killing and, and that stuff, that doesn't typically fit the model of what a serial killer is. So that's why all of those people, like especially in, in movies and how they're portrayed, they wouldn't technically be classified as a serial killer but they could fall within those um constraints because you said it well just even from some of the definitions it was saying that a serial killer commits crimes and has a cool down period mm -hmm. well gang members don't always it's not always drive-bys and things sometimes they might kill another gang member they can. and then 30 days later kill another but according and to then the, they would be then they would be considered a serial no, killer. No, according to these reasons, because even in the Psychology Today article, they talk about it like, well, what about gang members who kill? They're saying no, they don't fit within. There's a difference between a mass murderer and a serial killer. So no, well, it's well, I it's, looked. It's I, debated. When I was looking at the FBI report, it was saying that as long as a killing is done with days in between, then that is not considered a mass murder. A mass murderer is someone who kills a bunch of people in a short yeah. time period. I mean, so but they might saying, be debated, but yeah, it's debated because they're saying that they wouldn't define like a gangster who kills like five people, say in a month as a serial killer, which is interesting. I, I'm well, not sure. I don't, I don't know if that's, but I, I wonder, is that truly on the books? Because we'll, we, we're even going to go over the numbers later. Mm -hmm. We don't know who's, we see that it's not just the typical killer. We see that it's from different backgrounds, backgrounds yeah. and races. And mm -hmm. are some of the, were some of those people gang members? We don't know. The numbers don't show that. So. That, that's yeah. that's one thing that even though you might have seen somewhere that they they're they're saying that they're not counting gang members as serial mm -hmm. killers in the FBI's numbers of, of their statistics they might be counting gang members that, that's what I'm I I'm mean, arguing under the prototype it's, it's hard to see that though under the prototype definition of serial killer they in the Psychology Today article they say like these are stand like typical concepts of how you would define a serial killer. So like the Ted Bundy person who targeted young age women with particular hairstyles resembling the girlfriend to which he was most attached. Def Jeffrey Dahmer who targeted young men at bars and luring them back to his apartment. Then the Zodiac killer targeting most mostly couples owing to a, owning to a relationship failure and a desire for revenge, fame, and mind games. Other serial killers can be called, may be so-called because they are a lot of features in common similar to this. And so that see, but those, those types of concepts are not uh, attributing like the, the gangster who kills. 
Well, they're, they're just you know, they're just so studying are, they're just yeah. studying fame fame serial killers because those but, that, but those are the prototypical ways that they would define. That. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's it, that's a sti- that's a stereotype. Yeah, but that's maybe. not nece- but that's not necessarily making up all the stats because yeah. you'll we're we're gonna go over stats later and you'll see we're gonna mention other people that we've never heard in the news. We've never heard of these serial killers, but they mm-hmm. do make up the numbers. Okay. So they're not part of that like top ten serial killers that. Like Eminem might have rapped about, but mm-hmm. there's still there are serial killers that have been gang members. We're just not gonna hear much about it. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be publicized, but it's still written down on the books, and it goes down as it goes down as they were a serial killer. I didn't even know that was true though. Mm-hmm. I thought that the prototype would be the only no. people that made up the stats. So that's what's pretty surprising that they do record other races and then even females as being serial Absolutely. killers. So now I think it's a good point. We should go over those serial killer stats, right? Yeah, absolutely. So according to statisticbrain.com, there are some really interesting stats. And again, you'll find this on WokenFree.com to review for yourself. The number of classified, classified serial killers worldwide since 1980, 154. Number of classified serial killers in the U.S. since 1980, 87. Number of active serial killers at any given time in the U.S., 35. Number of serial killers suspects currently on the FBI list, 271. Now, if you break down the demographic of serial killers by race, very interesting numbers. White takes the lead at 52.21%, then black for 40.3%, then Hispanic at 6.1%, Asian at 0.7% and Native American at 0.8%. What do you think about that? Well, we sh- well, we're noting that this is all U.S. stats, right? Well, so we began with worldwide since 1980. That's their number. But I don't think that that number is in conjunction with others' research that I've seen as well. So. Oh, all right. So the numbers still differ mm-hmm. depending on who you look at. Well, that, resource, that's stats. Yeah. But for the demographics, is that is that was that a worldwide statistic that you brought up that Fifty-two percent of whites are serial killers. I believe this is killers? focused on is this, the this U.S. US? I think okay. that's focused on the U.S. Yeah, see, that's interesting that we see. I mean, so we see that white whites make up fifty-two percent, which is a little more than half of the serial killers. But blacks make up almost. I mean, they're they're the mm-hmm. second runner up. Like the other races which don't even could pop speak up. To other types of killers that we just and, don't hear about. I and guess. The, yeah, and then we get to the point where I've never heard. I mean, there's only there's very few black serial killers that I've ever heard of in the media. Mm-hmm. For, I think we've all heard about the DC snipers, and that's pretty much <laughs> it. Like I don't. I've I've never heard any other serial like black serial killers mentioned in the news. So. That that's where I'm thinking this number is going to be made up of probably people. some gang violence that might be involved or drugs or mm-hmm. some sort of like illegal arms dealing something from the um you know the from from some some criminals that we not we just don't hear about possibly yeah uh, the the stats they they were very interesting like I was saying the media never discusses them um, many people see males as classic serial killers as well mm-hmm. but. People of all races and genders fall into the group. Uh, mm-hmm. In the U.S., between 1800 and 2004, 64 females from a total of 416 known offenders mm-hmm. were serial killers. And that's that was about 15% of U.S. serial killers uh, total since the, the that time period, 1800 and 2004. Women are lethal. What do I got to say? I mean, <laughs> So that's a decent amount, if when you think about it. 
Yes. No, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting topic. It's definitely super scary. But I think what is interestingly uh, why we wanted to talk about it is the fact that we see these movies and we see all these TV shows portraying these types of personalities. And it's like, well, what the hell are they? Who are these people? Right. And it's a, it's very interesting also to think about the next thing, which I was going to bring up, which is what do serial killers have in common amongst themselves? The thing I think they have in common is some sort of psychological issue. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they all exhibit the exact same traits. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying before, a gang member and a sociopathic uh, sociopathic lawyer, they don't exhibit the same traits really, but they both could be serial killers. Don't come for lawyers, excuse you. Well, I was that, that, <laughs> that was a reference to the guy you mentioned earlier. One of those serial killers was actually a lawyer. Excuse you. Um... <laughs> life is hard enough guys yeah but yes according to a daily mail article again on wokenfree.com that you can check out for yourself there are five common traits for a serial killer but i've also seen articles and periodicals that speak to like nine or eleven common traits these common traits though are I, i think everyone could probably guess them someone who's going to be a power junkie right they get off on like having as much power and control over others they're also a manipulator right and then they are also a superficial charmer right i guess you would have to be if you're trying to cut off heads and stuff you got to be able to get these people into your apartment and then also what was interesting was they're an average joe so when you think of a serial killer it's not necessarily someone who's going to be coming from a famous or well-known background it's going to be your regular um tom dick or harry that's coming from wisconsin or this or you know random places in the country who have uh, gone down this very dangerous path in life and then also there are studies that are showing that a lot of these serial killers have childhood abuse so possibly that's a common denominator as well and coming from families where they have trauma and uh all these kind of unstable backgrounds i definitely think that that could be a contributing factor as to why these people are uh I don't want to say created, but uh, kind of are exposed to things that help get them down this path. Which country has the most serial killers? So I love you, U.S., but when I was thinking about this question, I was saying probably us. Um, and then when I sadly did some research, uh, the, according to the worldatlas.com, again, you'll find the article on our website, uh, they concur that the USA is unmatched among the world countries with uh, 2,743 serial killers, which is amounting to 67.41% of the entire world serial killers on record. But again, see, this number doesn't match the earlier record that stated how many serial killers were. But again, maybe that was was the 1980. So maybe the numbers are different. I mean, that seems, it seems like a jump to the nearly (laughs) 3000, which is, yeah, that's very strange. But either way, uh, even if that 2,743 number isn't necessarily on target, the U S is still lead though. Yeah. Is the leading um, country with serial killers. Yeah. That's not surprising. I think the U S needs to start buckling down on mental health issues instead of focusing. On punishment. Exactly. Penalization is never going to (laughs) prevent mental health issues. And I think that uh, if people who go down this path are really struggling with the backgrounds they came from, also wanting to be masterful manipulators and have 
control issues, then we need to talk about this. When kids are going to school and they're behaving weirdly and doing and saying weird things, we need to address it and not just say, you know, boys will be boys or, you know, she'll get over it. No, she might not or he might not. And they might cut out your tongue. Like it could really not be cool, guys. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, it could go either way. I mean, they yeah. could either become violent towards others or violent towards themselves. Exactly. So and, and I, you know, either way, suicides are up, right? So it's, it goes either way and it's very upsetting. So what do you think like makes a person want to become a serial killer? I think it's possibly neglect and abuse as a child. Mm -hmm. I think ex being extremely poor can actually lead to that as well. Mm -hmm. It can be biological, social, and psychological in nature, but it's not limited to one characteristic or trait. Mm -hmm. uh, more research is needed to identify specific pathways of development that produce serial killers, according to the publication Serial Murder by Robert J. Morton and Mark A. Hiltz. Interesting. So again, in a, in a separate Psychology Today article, uh, shout out to Psych Psychology Today, uh, <laughs> which you can find on WokenFree.com. Uh, there isn't really one definitive answer. So there's studies that point to psychology definitely being uh, a big issue. So having a lot of psychopaths out there uh, with uh, having mental issues is definitely a contributing factor. Trauma, social trauma, experiences that help play a role in becoming um, a serial killer. But again, I think that if we don't even have one clear definition for what a serial killer is, how can we have one clear definition or uh, a process or a, a essentially classification that showcases, oh, well, this is how people arrive here, right? I think that we need more definitiveness and we need uh, to really buckle down and understanding why people are doing this because people are ultimately getting harmed by this group of people. So we need to know like what the heck's going on, right? Stop always focusing on uh, what's going on outside of our country line, but really focus on what are people dealing with here and why are they killing people? Can we prevent serial killers from being created? <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, if people feel like they're tired of seeing poverty and <laughs> they're tired of, uh, having people walk around with mental health issues and not be able to get the treatment that is needed, then probably not. So it's all going to come down to is what do people value? What is, is it meaningful for us as a country to decide, Hey, we want to tackle on these subjects. If, if it isn't at this time, which I don't currently seem like that is the direction that we're going, then no, I don't think so. But what do you think? Once we start to look at the mental health of people, I think it'll be all but possible to eliminate mm -hmm. some of these serial killers. Mm -hmm. So we'll, they'll lower in amounts once we really get into mental health. Gotcha. Issues. And if anyone has, if anyone hasn't seen Gattaca, go see Gattaca. Listen, I'm all for people. <laughs> well, that's a different way to yeah, go. <laughs> I'm all for you know human manipulation from the genes perspective. If there literally are genes that are speaking to this, like I don't think we ever. I think everyone would be okay with saying, you know what, let's take out that serial killer gene. Like let's just take that. But again, most likely the conversation doesn't stop there, and then they start to manipulate like yeah. they do. Once in you get into genetic Gattaca. modification, you get you. You sometimes get into but trouble. It's I a mean, fascinating movie, though. It really plays, like, it comes into mind for so many different things. But people, they even, people try to, like, they try to avoid, like, the gen genetically modified, uh, mm -hmm. like, oranges and stuff and fruits and vegetables. Like, some people are against that. So imagine now doing this to humans. You know people aren't going to go for that. Thank you. 
But you know what? That's There's also people times. who don't want to freaking, you know, give their kids uh, vaccinations. And now we have all these diseases like whooping cough that we haven't had since how many years ago? So, you know, people will, will gripe and be vexed for any <laughs> apparent reason. At the yeah. end of the day, I think safety is always paramount. And if we cannot keep people safe in our country, then what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing? Because that's really crazy. Here we go. It is scenario time. Scenario one. You're a detective that has been analyzing the evidence left by an infamous serial killer. You have three suspects, a redheaded female, a black male, and a white male. You need to choose which one to pursue because the evidence has enabled you to make a clear-cut profile of the murderer. Who do you bring in for questioning or go out for surveillance? You are so foul, I can't even with you. Really, Khalil? What? Really? <laughs> What's foul about this? A red-headed female, a black male, and a white male. Yeah. What's wrong with this? This. Any this answer I choose, people will vex with. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all just going to have to get upset, and you're going to have to write us on WokenFree.com, and it is what it's going to be. Uh, the female in me says the redheaded female is not doing it. Um, the black in me says... <laughs> <laughs> let's think let's think about another option <laughs> so i would bring in the white male but statistically speaking he's more likely to have done it so yeah. that's who i would bring in <laughs> not by much more though than the the black male oh jesus christ that's what's interesting <laughs> yes it's very close so who would you bring in I'd bring in the redheaded female. You hater. Redheads are fabulous. Love you, chicas. You're amazing. Yeah, but she Hateration. just stands out. That's just strange. She stands out because she's fabulous. Yeah, she has red hair, so I don't know. Something <laughs> Doesn't fishy mean she's about a her. flaming on the inside. Something's fishy about her is what I would say. Hateration. That would just that that'd be the tip off. That's okay. like it's a red flag. I mean, come on. Thank God you don't work in red the police flag. department because I would you catch would be... all these redheaded murderers and they'd be thanking me. Okay, watch when people come for you. Watch <laughs> when people come for you. There's not that many, so that's why I would catch them. That's what I'm saying. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Scenario two: A letter is left on your desk at work with red stains on the ends. You open it and read the words "You're next" on it. Should you bring this to the police? Or is this a shameful, practical joke by one of your coworkers, even though April 1st is four months away? Um, this is a terrifying scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if April 1st isn't the day that I open this uh, terrible league, first of all, if you get a letter at your desk and it has red stains on the end, you probably shouldn't have even opened it. You probably should put it into some plastic baggie and take it directly to the police because there could be evidence that you're tampering with by by default of just opening. You're putting your DNA on it. But, but it's just red stains. It could be ketchup. You don't know if it's paint. Ugh, I hate ketchup. It could just be a, it could be like a bill from the painter from last weekend. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, my response is I'm reading this. Uh, I, I would, I would take it to the police. At first wow, I would take it to the police. At first I would take it to my eight, my appropriate HR person. And I would say, this is completely inexcusable. And <laughs> this, so you want to tell your manager this, first, you go right to HR. I mean, I'd maybe send an email to both my manager and the HR and say this is and detail what um, what has happened, what's transpired and what my conflict is. 
and I would definitely voice my opinion and, and do whatever needs to be done properly through the proper channels at my job. And if agreed upon based on the, my, my superior as well as HR, uh, if it's agreed upon, I would take it to the police. If they don't want it taken to the police, I don't know. That could also be what? Just obstruction of justice. So maybe I but would there was still... no crime committed. But there might be. And my, my behind needs to not be a problem. Good. And I also want to feel safe. Like, I just don't feel safe anymore. You don't, so. but we don't know what these words mean. It might be your I next. Y'all saw the movie. It might be that your birthday's <laughs> next. We don't know what that your, your that next means. That is not a, an appropriate way to announce your birthday's coming. <laughs> <laughs> what so kind what of sicko are you, man? So you, no. you want to pick up the letter, read it out loud and said, hey, who gave me this letter? No, I don't enjoy living a, a real life horror movie. No, mm -mm, no. So what I would do in this scenario is I would go around and do my detective work trying to find out who made this letter. Here you go. Who, I'd, mm -hmm. I'd try to find out who put the letter there. Who's the last one who's seen the letter? Are How long has the letter been there? Are you cameras on your... I would try to get to that, but I, I wouldn't want to alert anybody that I'm doing my investigation. I would do it like covertly so nobody knew that's why you're gonna then get I'd, killed then i'd come in on the person no i'd say reason. why did you leave me this letter and i would have lots you're of gonna questions approach it but you know i would only approach them in a dark alley at night with no he lights. doesn't mean this please excuse the last statement being made <laughs> no because i don't want them to know that i know what they did so why don't you hire a really scary person to say, I know that what you did next oh, summer? Why, like, <laughs> because how come I have to pay this money and they didn't pay money to put this letter on my desk? That doesn't make sense. See how my I'll solution my own was the better solution here? Mine is pretty good because I can approach them in a dark alley. You said you're going to the jump them in a dark alley. I didn't alley. say jump them. See how you're saying that? I just want to. I just would like to have words with them about this letter they gave me. Please excuse the last I wouldn't have a ski mask minutes on. of this episode. And excuse me for not having a ski mask on while I'm in the dark alley with them. You're shameful. This whole scenario is shameful. So, I hope no one deals so what's with this. The, so what should you actually do when you do go this Go to then? the police! <laughs> or maybe go to your manager first to see if this is a practical yes, joke. Yes, go to your manager, go to your this HR person, be a bad joke. put things on record, and then go to the police. So extreme. Yes. Scenario three. A member of a notorious gang with five teardrops on her face was just apprehended. You are the editor of a new, not-so-famous online news source. Do you write the headline of your next story as the face of a serial killer? Or do you write the story off as another gang member has been caught? Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, especially since how the press has come under such a siege of attack with, uh, God forbid, fake news. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, you know, just kind of misreporting of news. Um, I think it, it's not appropriate to say the face of a serial killer because you don't have enough information and you're just looking like that just sounds like clickbait and that's not appropriate. And also you're messing with people's lives because, yeah, maybe she is a notorious gang member and the five teardrops, I'm assuming you're uh, indicating that she's killed five people. But doesn't Well, I'm mean... not indicating that. It could mean anything. That's what's interesting okay. about the teardrops. Okay. If, right. if you actually look up teardrops, it could just be the mourning of a dead cousin. So, so some people think that it's only for yeah. how many murders you committed, but depending on where it is on your face, it means different things. All right. Well, either so way, she's had some trauma in her life. Yeah, but this <laughs> editor, I think this editor is, you're the editor, you're kind of making the assumption that she has five murders under her belt. Yeah. That's I'd what just, you're assuming. I, I don't know. I, I would, uh, maybe I would have another title that would be, if I'm interested in the story, then I would try to interview her. I would try to figure out a way to get information and just be like, you know, kind of what's going, like another sensation title but i wouldn't just outrightly call her the face of a serial killer i think that's too much of a jump but what do you think 
Well, you're trying to, you're an up and coming news source, so you could do the clickbait title. Um, you probably should, you should probably be a good journalist and do your background search and find mm -hmm. out more about this person instead of just jumping on a, such a clickbaity title. I mm -hmm. think do your research, be a journalist and don't just jump into the story with that you haven't done any research on because yeah, you could just come off as another fake news source outlet mm -hmm. and then forever be like blackballed and not able to actually garner people to actually trust exactly. you. Exactly. So you, you know, integrity, it's a dangerous thing. Integrity is everything. You really, you know, it's too quick to lose and too hard to gain back. And at the end of the day, this chick has five teardrops on her face. You don't know who her, her, her posse is. I would be careful that people aren't going to come for you. So, <laughs> wow. just saying. Oh, wow. Come on People now. can find you on Facebook and find all sorts of information about you. So, I would be mindful <laughs> that you want to keep breathing. Oh, come on now. Write appropriate information. <laughs> okay, maybe. So, it is that time again. We have had quite the conversation on our 19th episode of... Woke and free. Beautiful. <laughs> what were we talking about? A whole bunch of stuff, but oh. primarily all centered around the topic of serial killers, right? Really, really interesting. So if you miss any piece of it, go back and listen and really have at it and have fun. And of course, I always ask, but y'all know the answer. Will I leave you hanging for the next episode? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing what does being successful really mean? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure to tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, which I know you do, if you have a business, if you are a thought leader, if you are an expert in your field, you know you need to come on down and hang with Woken Free and submit your topic. Tell us what, what you would love to talk about. We are booking our, our guests and we're having so much fun. So definitely submit your topic for an upcoming episode. And you can do this at going by going to WokenFree.com on our Contact Us page. That's where you hit us up. And of course, we're very active on social media, AKA Tasha's very active. Hit us up. Yes, me. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Woken Free. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time. <laughs>